0: The Raven, by Edgar Allan Poe. Once upon a midnight dreary, while I pondered, weak and witty, over many a quiet and curious volume of forgotten lore, while I nodded, nearly napping, suddenly there came a tapping, as of some one gently rapping, rapping at my chamber door. "Tis some visitor, I muttered, tapping at my chamber door. Only this and nothing more. Ah, distantly I remember it was in the big December, and its separate dying ember with its gush upon the floor. Eagerly I wished the morrow, vainly I had so to borrow from my book sources of sorrow. Sorrow for the lost Lenore, for the rare and radiant maiden whom the angels named Lenore, nameless here forevermore. And the silken sad uncertain rustling of each purple curtain thrilled me, filled me with fantastic terrors never felt before, so that now, to steal the beating of my heart, I stood repeating, till some visitor trading entrance at my chamber door. Some late visitor trading entrance at my chamber door. This it is a nothing more. Presently my soul grew stronger, hesitating then no longer Sir, said, said I, or oh, madame, truly your forgiveness I implored. But the fact is I was napping, and so gently you came rapping, and so faintly you came tapping, tapping at my chamber door, that I scarcely was sure I heard you. Here I opened wide the door, darkness door and nothing more. Deep into the darkness beating, Long I stood there wondering, fearing, doubting, dreaming dreams no more ever dared to dream before. But the silence wasn't broken and the stillness gave no token. And the only word there spoken was the whispered word, Lenore. This I whispered and an echo murmured back the word, Lenore. Merely this and nothing more. Back into the chamber turning, all my soul within me burning, soon again, I heard it happen somewhat louder than before. Surely, say, I, sh- surely that is something at me, at my window lattice, let me see, then, what theory is, and this mystery explored. let my heart be still a moment, and this mystery explored. this day when, and nothing more. Open here, I flung the shoulder when, with many a fleur and flutter in their step, uh, a stately raven of the saintly days of yore, not the least sense made him not a mean stop or estate here, but with main of laurel lady perched above my chamber door, perched upon up, a boss of palace just above my chamber door, perched, and sat, and nothing more. Then this ebony bird biggling my sad fancy into smiling, by the grave and stirring decorum of the continents it wore, thought thy crest be shorn and shaven, though I say, are sure no craven, ghastly green and ancient raven wandering from the nightly shore, tell me what Thy lord namings on the nice floating shore, quote the nevermore. Much I marvel at this ungainly for to hear this chorus so plainly, though its answer little meaning, little relevancy bore, for we cannot help agreeing that no living human being ever yet was blessed with seeing birds above his chamber door birth beds upon the sculpture bust above his chamber door, with such name as Nevermore. But the raven, sitting lonely on the placid bust, Spoken only that one word, as if he soul in that one word he did outpour. Nothing fatter than he uttered, not a feather than he fluttered, Till I scarcely more than mother other friends have flown before it on the morrow he will leave me as my hopes have flown before it. Then the bird said nevermore Startled at the stillness broken by reply so aptly spoken Doubtless said, said I What it authorist is its only stocking story called from some unhappy master whom unmerciful disaster follow it. Fast and follow faster, till his songs one burden bore, Till the dirges of his hope, that melancholy burden bore, Of never, nevermore. But the raven still be killing, all my fancy into smiling, Straight I it, and cushion his seat, in front of bird, Embossed and dory, then off on the velvet sinking I betook Myself to Lincoln, fancy unto fancy, thinking what this ominous bird of yore, what this green, ungainly, ghastly, gun, and ominous bird of yore I mean in cracking nevermore. This I sat engaged in guessing, but no syllable expressing, to the fool whose faded eyes now boring into my bosom score, this and more I sat divining, with my head at ease reclining, on the cushion's velvet lining that the lamplight gloated over, but whose velvet violet lining with the lamplight gloating over, she shall press out, nevermore. Then met thou the air grew denser, perfumed from an unseen censored sun by seraphim whose footfalls tinkled on the floor, wretch! I cried, thy God hath lent thee. By these angels he hath sent thee in respite, respite in nependy from that thy memories of Lenore. Quaff, oh quaff, this kind nependy of and forget this lost Lenore. Quoth the raven, Nevermore. Prophet said, I think of evil. Prophet still, if bear of or devil by that heaven that bends above us, by that God we both both adore. Tell this soul with sorrow laden, laden within the distant Eden. It shall collapse a saint and maiden whom the, the angels name Lenore. Claps arrayed and radiant maiden whom the angels name Lenore. Quoth the raven nevermore. Be that word our sign of parting Bear of find I shrieked, upstarting, get thee back into the tempest, in the night's spluttering short. Leave no black plume as a token of that lie that she hath spoken. Leave my loneliness unbroken, quite the boss above my door. Take thy beak from out my heart, and take thy forth f- from off my door. Quote the raven nevermore and the raven never flight is still is sitting, is still is sitting on the pallid boss of Pallas, just above my chamber door, and his eyes have all the seeming of a de- demon dreaming, and the lamp light o'er him streaming from his shadow on the floor, and my soul from out that show that light's flurry on the floor shall be lived nevermore.